We're just we're just two sad old sacks, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm it's okay. You know what I mean? Like it, it, there were good things about today. I and and holy shit, hold on. I think I'm just tired. Like I think I'm on this terrible r- grind of getting up too early. Getting up too early and then after after a certain time, I'm like through. You know what I mean? What's too early? I think I was up at five today. Oh God, that's way too early. Yeah, that's gross. And I do that. I do, I do that just about every day. Like I'm offended. That's why you always yeah. call me so flipping early, dude. You know, so I have to, I have to be at work at eight fifteen. Guess what time I wake up? I'm gonna say eight. Seven thirty. Good guess. Seven thirty. Right. Wow. So I had, I, I had a hunch it was gonna be scary. I, I live. Scary close. I live. Um. 22 miles away from where I work. So as long as I'm on the interstate by 7:50, then I'll be like at work at 8:15. I don't like I can't live with that feeling. Like that feeling is just too much. Like I can't handle like I need to get places way early to feel like you know somebody actually just did this study about it about uh so my wife is listening to all these fucking podcasts about uh here let's start this might be good for the show oh actually. we started oh so my wife <laughs> is listening to all these like wellness fucking podcasts like you david know? goggins no he's like a crazy ultra athlete yeah but it podcast okay. like Wim she's Hoff. like more like no she's like Brene brown mm. and like and like yeah, uh okay. the, the happiness lab and like shit like that seriously you should listen to the happiness lab i probably like i laughed but i i i I straight up i probably should you're probably right yeah well she told me some and i'm not going to get this right because it's hard for me to pay attention to to everything but she said something about yeah she said something about um oh jesus i'm not going to be able to get it right but the idea was they were oh oh and you this is right up your alley. Okay. It was about it was about the Good Samaritan in a theology school. Okay. And um and the idea of the Good Samaritan, right, is it okay. I think there were three I'm gonna get this wrong. Okay. Just bear with me. Just the, the, I'm the, the gist I'm, I'm gonna make the gist is gonna make sense. But there were there were three a study done on uh I guess on preparation or time or something. And there were three preachers who were studying uh, a sermon or who had to give a sermon on the good Samaritan. Okay. Okay. First preacher had X amount of hours to do it and then to show up and give the sermon. Now for all of the preachers, they hired an actor to get in the way of the preacher on their way to deliver the sermon. They hire an actor who is in trouble. Okay. So the person, the person who had all the time in the world sees the person in trouble and stops and helps them and, and, and does what they're supposed to do. The person who's in a rush, who had an hour to do the sermon, like, I think the percentage was sometimes they would stop and sometimes they wouldn't. And then the person who was 
leaving his house 22 miles down the interstate to get there at exactly 8.15 never helped the person. But the idea wasn't because they were in a rush. It was because when you're in a rush, you become a different person and you're not the person that you want to be, you know? And for me, it's so intense that like, if I show up at work late, I'm a fucking mess. I can't, I can't live with the feeling I need to get there early and I need to be relaxed so I can be closest to uh, comfortable. Otherwise I'm just not comfortable. Isn't that an interesting study? That is an interesting study. And like that, yes, like, you're correct and i wish i mean it's a it's a it is a habit i would like to get better at and the times when i have been able to wake up early and i have actual time to make coffee do like read my devotion do like a morning meditation yes things go better what's funny is that i have an alarm that wakes me up at 6 the purpose of that alarm is so that I can wake up, see that it is six, and go back to sleep. Well, I mean, it's everybody incredible. Is... I love the, I love the feeling of like, oh, I got to get. No, I don't. I can go back to sleep. Like every morning, you're every, giving yourself every that morning, gift. I do that. It's weird. But that's if I could get back. I mean, I wake up the sun when the sun comes through the room. My eyes open. And they don't close. Like, I can't go back to sleep. Well, part of my thing right now, too, is I've been having really, really terrible sleep. Or rather, I've been having a really hard time getting to sleep because there's just... My mind is like a hamster wheel populated by rabid dogs lately. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I've had to... I take Remeron at night for like depression slash sleep. And I just went up on that because I still haven't been able to go to sleep. And like sometimes I have to take Tylenol PM and it's just, it's just a whole. So if I can dial in my, if I can get some healthier sleep habits, then I I think um, I stand a better chance for doing that because you are totally right. And it is like, a, a rickshaw way to wake up in the morning just like going and it's like if if one small thing like i leave no room for error so like if there is some sort of problem then then that's going to be a huge issue i'm just not a morning person though dude i think i i don't think work in general should start until nine o'clock unless it's a service that i need in which case wake up early well i think that's important too i mean i've I'm not a night person, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that shit is all real. I think the most interesting thing about the study, like, is that what, what Linda has told me that the most interesting thing about the study is that when you're in a rush, you can't deal with things the same way. So therefore you're a different person. Like, that's the interesting thing to me. Like the idea that because of these things are happening, and your, your brain can't fucking deal with it, you're not yourself. And I'm not saying that's you in the morning. I'm just saying that's an interesting concept. Yeah, you know? totally. Totally. I was, but, I, I was all saying your internet's super good, and now it's lagging out on you. No way, really? I mean, not your voice is fine, but uh, your, the video My, my picture? Yeah. yeah. If you have well, to, just yeah. if it gets slow, just cut the video off on your end. But it's fine for now. 
Well, the 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 audio. What was I gonna say? This other thing. Oh yeah, it's like like I can't stay up at night, and like I I I you know how like once in a while like we'll kind of like beat ourselves up about something we wish we had done differently or yada yada. Once yada, in a while, what are you talking stuff. about? You know, once in Every- a bl- once in a blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um, I, I think but, i know but, uh, what you're talking about so like i i i get on this delusion sometimes that i'm funny and that i should have done stand-up comedy like that's what i should have done but the truth is that i can't stay up past fucking eight o'clock at night mm-hmm. so i would never be effective i remember mm-hmm. i was in a band and uh we opened for the whalers like bob marley's band the whalers at at this club in New York, I fell asleep in the back of the club because it got too late. Dude, I could not take it. I I had so I uh, I think the con- um, congregation knows, but uh, Tyler Harper, the guitarist for Capra, I had him on a few episodes back. But I I got to do guest vocals on their album, and so they played a hometown show for the first time since the pandemic on Saturday night, and so I got to do. Vo- I saw that. Yeah, dude. So I got that to do That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. It was I got to do the vocal part live and but but I asked him I was like, "So what time are are we going on?" He goes, "Probably start about midnight." And I was like, "Do what, dude?" I was like I hadn't it was like and I I used to, I mean, the last time I've I've screamed or like fronted a metal outfit was in like 2013, right? When I was a young man and it so much of it was great. It felt amazing. I remember it's one of the best sober highs that you can get. Like, and I was so jacked up. Like I couldn't go to like, we went to uh me and dirty Mike went to waffle house after the show. It was like a very nostalgic evening where like, you know, we're all sweaty and we go to waffle house and some other people that are at, were at the show were there and, watching the drunk teenagers and it was just it was fucking nice man i was like damn i uh missed this i also i think everyone there had like an agoraphobic panic attack because it was a sold out show and i don't think anyone in that crowd had been like there was 170 people there and it was like it felt illegal you know like i felt like we were doing something wrong it was very anxiety inducing it's funny. It's like it's gonna be. It's gonna be a transition period. You know what I mean? Like, people, everyone is freaking out. You know about how to, you know, wearing masks, not wearing masks, being close to people. You know, people who won't wear a mask. Or I mean, like, it's a weird, it's a weird time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. kids in schools being forced to wear masks. It's like, I don't know. It's it, it is a wild fucking time. And uh, we just need to ride it out. But I'll say this. I saw the video of you singing and screaming, and you look like you were having such a good time. I was so psyched to see it. Dude, so. I was. And you sounded good. Thank you. Dude, Thank you got to put a band together. I, dude, it made – that's what – well, so two things I wanted to comment on. So, yes, it, it really – so I'm actually in – I'm doing drums, but um, I'm going to this – uh, festival called Furnace Fest in September, and it's it's basically like it's the 20 year uh, anniversary of this festival, and it's 
I guess you could call it like the uh, emo, screamo, hardcore equivalent of like a Woodstock. Like it's just the who's who of this like very specific um, style of music, right? And so we've been in a Facebook group because it was supposed to happen last year, but it didn't. But we started this Facebook group. And me and four other people, three other people that I met in that Facebook group started a band. We actually wrote a song. Um, like, I played the drums for it. And so we're just using uh, this app called BandLab where you can just send each other the tracks. And so, like, he'll just send me all the guitar, vocal, bass, and then I'll just add my drum ta- track, send it back to him, and then he mixes it all together. So we have one song. But it did make me want to try to find some sort of local band it's you know i mean you know how hard it is though to find a group that actually because i have like i know i know like i can't play guitar or piano but i know exactly what i want and like what i want to sound like but i can't necessarily show someone and a lot of times it's like i might not necessarily know what I like but I for sure know what I'm not trying to sound like and I and I have a pretty good ear for what sounds good I guess or at least to me so it's it's like like people have invited me to be in their bands and I don't have the heart to be like but this shit sucks like or not sucks but it's just like it's not not really what I'm trying to do um and then I was watching and you should watch it a documentary called The History of Comedy. Have you seen that? Uh, CNN did it. So all the episodes are on HBO Max. But it's two seasons. And it just has... It goes through like sitcoms, improv comedy, uh, raunchy comedy, clean comedy. And it's literally just like the history of all these different genres of comedy. And it just made me want to do that so bad. That and seeing uh, Bo Burnham's new Netflix special. Have you seen that? No, but I almost watched it twice. You need so I'm to. close. <laughs> I'm close. very close. Yeah, the next to time it'll that. get you. But yeah, it's. I feel like not not so much stand up, but I feel like where I shine is like sketch groups and improv comedy. Like I think I would have done really well in like Upright Citizens Brigade or um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Second City. Second City, yeah. Even dude, SNL. just go, go find a bunch of people or a couple people. I mean, with music, it's easier. You just need to find somebody that you like their style and just like get them to come over. You play drums, have them play, have fun, get lost in the moment for a few hours, and then it's like cool. And then add another person. And then I'm sure like there's somebody around there that's doing some sort of comedy shit. Like, I don't think I'm actually like I've done stand up twice and one time I was good and one time I was bad. And uh, I don't really feel like I have this propensity to be good at stand up. I, I know I can host like a, a t- podcast funny, but like stand up, it's not going to happen. Thing. Yeah, I don't get I don't care. I, I It's like I just know this, that when. When I when I feel a little bit weird when I add fucking hobbies and 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 interests and more stuff just so I stay out of the old you know head when I stay out of my brain so I don't lose my fucking mind yeah uh, and all of a sudden I can think 
you know, I and I also need to to be excited about something. Yeah. I need to be excited about the next time we're playing or like, you know, finding a comedy group and being like, I'm going to try it. Cause like, why not? You know? Yeah. And I think those are like the tools around recovery that are like, I don't know, like you actually do this for a living, but they never talk about that shit in 12 step, obviously. That, that, that's a, no, that, that's like, I've had a lot of, uh, re, like readmits recently. And a lot of people coming off of relapses, especially with the pandemic, like a ton of that. And, what I'm finding, like my suspicions are usually true. It's that these people have zero hobbies, interests, goals, or purpose. And I'll show them, like I've shown them like that stupid fucking campaign video I did. And like, I brought my like pain 2020 bumper stickers to work and shit. And I'm literally like, this is what I have to do so I don't shoot myself in the head. Like I don't Did know. Did you show them ferret, ferret king? Yeah, yeah, I've shown them okay. the ferret king, and they and they think it's stupid as shit. Or some of them laugh, but I'm like, look, like I have to do something. Like, and I don't know what your ferret king is, but you can't just like going to meetings banging newcomers and watching netflix will get old like i promise you and if that's all you're doing or if all you're doing is trying to make x amount of dollars or work this job you're gonna get money and then what or like if all you but jed this is the thing this is the thing i don't mean to interrupt but somebody that gets to bang newcomers watch netflix and go to meetings that could be a very fulfilling existence but it's rare that they have all three you know what i'm saying and they certainly (laughs) they certainly don't have all three and and are making money like that person is probably pretty well-rounded if they're fucking newcomers going to meetings watching netflix that sounds like the dream the dream life no but the The, yeah, well, we should. We really need to write our own recovery book and we'll call it. Um, that sounds decent to me. Netflix and chill your way to recovery. Um, I like it. No, I like but, but it. a lot of these people are on government income, right? So it's like they get thousands of dollars a month for free for the rest of their life, so they can't work. Right. So literally, it's it's a terrible, it's a terrible it recipe. Yeah, but I'm at, I guess this is going to be crude, okay? How many of those people get to be fucking the newcomer, though? Like, is that a thing? Like, are they sought after these uh, these these government check style folk? Yeah. Like, do they? Well, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, yeah. it, you know, like so, like well, so you're saying, well, they 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 turn to sex addiction. They're sitting home. They're taking advantage of people. It's not the next right thing. We're saying. And and, uh, and I wouldn't go so far as taking advantage of people. I guess. I would, I, I guess more, the point I usually make is that, so what we are describing is a self-fulfilling life where you are existing to entertain yourself. And if you have done drugs, then eventually those things are not going to equal what drugs can offer. And you're going to start drifting toward that way, right? Because Because it's like there's... If, if your only aim in life is to entertain yourself, which is kind of what you're doing, to keep yourself busy at some, and that's it, full stop, then at some point, 
you're going to get tolerant to that stuff and you're going to have to go higher and you're going to have to go higher. Right. Don't you so think? you're, I'm, what I'm going to, well, for me, what I try to do is I like to, I call it my, my philosophy of crop rotation, which is like be busy, but change it up, you know, constantly add something different, do it in a different way. You know what I mean? Like I, 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 I kind of get the gist of where you're going with it. And I think, you know, and what, I mean, it's like what I'm talking about can be very much rooted in, in self-centeredness to, to keep myself entertained or to keep myself, you know, placated or fat and lazy and happy. Uh, I, I tend, one of the things I need just to be sane is to talk to people. Yeah. So like, again, it's like, it's like one of those, like, you know, the, the idea of a selfish program and I only help you to take care of me and all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just, I, for some reason, it's hard for me to even say that I help anybody ever. And in fact, I help people all the time. I just don't like to say it for some reason, Why? but I know that it, I don't know because it sounds like a weird reverse ego thing going on. Yeah. There's something or about false it. That humility it, or something. Or? Yeah. There's some, there's something in it that I don't love the feeling of, but that's something I need to work out. You've you know, helped me, I, Dave. I, and that's well. You've helped me too, Jed. Oh, and I and I, but I and I mean it. And I, I, I mean you have. And I, I know. And you have too. And I appreciate it. And I know that, like, I look. At, I mean, I was just on the phone with my sponsee a second before you called, and I and he has like, you know, he has uh, some horrible back problem, and he's fucking making him crazy and i love being available to him and i love being available to anybody really but i also love the fact that it enriches my life you yeah. know what i mean like it's it's a duality is all Fuck, you know? i need to get some sponsees man is this your first sponsee he's not my first sponsee but he's the only sponsee that i've had that stuck around how long has it been uh we've been working together almost a year i guess Holy, but you have to that's understand. an accomplishment dude well are you ready though what you, yeah are you ready for this yeah uh, my sponsee ooh, ooh. okay okay i'm buckling up he's he's 62 years old oh shit and he hasn't had a drink in like 26 years oh that's cheating <laughs> dude it's not my fault he wanted me he wanted what i had he that's wanted cheating he wanted, bro you're padding why? your numbers you're I, I only have this, this is the only numbers that I have. This is it. This is the whole thing. Uh, I don't have numbers. I just have Tom. I love Tom. No, my, he's a very he, he's the best. Did my microphone just do weird things? I heard a little click, but nothing nothing to worry about. Okay, okay. I got I, I threw my hands in the air and almost disconnected the mic. Yeah, you're padding your numbers, bro. Not fair. Dude. I'm taking I'm a we'll we'll go with an average and say three months. I'm not what giving you I'm, not, I'm not giving you the year. Three three months what? Three Tom, months that listen, he's been doing good. I'm not I'm not allowing this year, bro. I'm not saying he's doing good. I'm just saying that we talk <laughs> and I I'm there for him. I'm not saying he's doing good. Um, I know. The it's like I I I enjoy it, but then the other thing, right, is that I um I don't sponsor anyone else. I like I don't think and Tom is the best sponsor. He's got more clean time than I do. He's the best. Um, he wants me to tell him my problems, but I'm not doing it. I'm not crossing that line. Yeah. I'm not making this a two way street. Yeah. That gets um, strange. But, um, 
I don't know. But then the other side of it is like, I'm not looking for sponsors. And like, and sometimes people hit me up on Instagram or something and ask me to sponsor them. Really? And like, yeah. And I, and I, 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 I don't know what to do with that. You know what I mean? Like I should just say yes, but like, the, well, you know, I, it, not well. So whenever, I mean, this is what I have done with long distance. I will say that I will be an additional resource, but you need yes. someone you can see face to face. I'm not going to like that. Yeah. Because it, it, cause it's your, um, you're cheating yourself out of, out of a, an exp- it's too eat. Like it does. It, it's not designed to work that way where like, okay, I'll just call like my sponsor that. in New York and you know what I'm saying? You can hide too much. There's, you need right, someone. Bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. You need someone boots on the ground, look you in the eye, physically see you. Yeah. Like, no. Uh, so I'll tell them like I will you can we can talk but like I'm not going to be your sponsor in a in official capacity. You want to hear something that happened to me today? Of course. And I, I and I and I feel like I feel kind of I feel very conflicted about it. There's not much of a moral to this story. I'm just going to warn you. Okay. Um, I went to work this morning, and I I mean like you know me I I walk from Penn station to Katz's, which is like a few miles. I walk every day. I listen to Howard Stern and talk on the phone. So I'm like addicted. I'm like, I'm like strung out on my headphones. Like, I mean, I need my headphones. Literally so I, strung out. Yeah. That's in a way. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I did some work and I went back to my father's apartment to, to do some more work. And when I got to my dad's apartment, I lo- I didn't have my headphones anymore. They were gone. And I was very annoyed. And, um, so I was like, should I go buy a new pair now? I knew I had like, I have like five pairs of these, you know what I mean? Cause I need them. I live on them. Yeah. I so got I'm you. like, I'm like, I'm like, should I go to target and buy a new pair? And I'm walking to target to buy a new pair. And there's this dude outside of Madison square garden with a cardboard box with 20, um, AirPod pros right real deal like the AirPod nice ones pros well i don't know if this is part of the story okay, i don't okay. know if they're right. a real deal I got you. um but they're all wrapped perfectly you know like like they're all in the in the packaging with the extra little thing that you tear yeah. down the cellophane with shit yeah on the airpod pro and like i grew up in new york city i don't fall for scams i don't play three card monty I don't do it. I'm not that guy. Okay. I just keep it moving. I live in fear. I don't mind missing out on a deal. It's fine. But today, (laughs) today I I stopped because I'm I'm like, is this God doing for me what I can't do for myself? I was about to go buy a pair of headphones and I've always wanted, I've always coveted the AirPod Pro. I've always wanted that AirPod Pro. Right. So I stop and I I say to the guy, I'm like, dude, how much do you want for the AirPod Pro? And AirPod Pros in the store go for $245. Mm-hmm. You know what he wanted for it? 80 bucks. Ooh. 80 bucks. That's and I actually, said, well, can I? What? That number, if you if you would have said, you know, I was expecting 20 or 40. And it's like, no. But 80, that's a, if even if it is bullshit, smart man. That's a reasonable scalped price. Okay, continue. 80 bucks. 
So I say to the guy, can I, um, can I try them out? You know what I mean? And, and he's like, yeah, try those. And I said, no, 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 mm, no, 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 no. I no, said, sir. I said, I, I want to open up a box. I want to take them out. I want to put them in my filthy ears mm-hmm. and listen. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and if they're fine, I will buy them. And he said, you better buy them. And I said, if they're fine, I will buy them. So I open up, I peel the banana of apple packaging, which is really beautiful. I'm like, holy, it looks like how can, would a bootlegger make all of the bells and whistles of the beautiful apple packaging? Maybe they would. I don't know. Um, Tune in tonight to find out. And I put them in my ears and I can't hear one of them. And I'm like, dude, I can't hear one of them. And then he calls up his like boss, who's like, he's like talking to me in an accent. I don't even understand what he's saying. He's like, take the leg out. Take the leg out. <laughs> you tell like, me to the sweep fuck? the leg? Yeah. That's what it sounds. I was like, what the hell is this guy saying? Um, and then the guy, the guy's like, the guy's like, let him open up another box. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna de- defile another one of these pristine apple boxes. So I did it and I put them in and I play a song on my fucking phone and it works. And I just, and I I feel guilty that I've wasted this guy's time. And like, it doesn't sound loud enough to me. Yeah. Right. It doesn't sound loud enough to me. I don't find that the noise canceling properties are what they advertise and what I've been coveting this whole time. Uh But I've, I've opened up two packages. Like the dude is like, He's upset that I opened up two packages. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. So I gave him the eight, I gave him a hundred bucks. He gives me 20 bucks back. And I walk to the train, listening to the AirPod pros, thinking they're not loud enough, thinking I just got ripped off and Googling fake AirPod yeah. pros. Right. And the, the, and I see a video, how to tell the difference between a real AirPod pro and a fake AirPod pro. And the first thing they say to tell the difference is, the fake AirPod Pro won't have that nice peely wrapper. Oh. Okay. Okay. So I was like, that's a check. But so that's a check. But they're so quiet. So are, like, wait, are these what you're using right now? No, these no. are just wired headphones. Oh, okay. I should be using them right now. That'd be a much better story, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, that's basically the whole story. Then for the whole ride, I was like, did I get ripped off? Should I give them to my daughter and act like I bought her a nice present? You know, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, and then I listened to them when I came home and they sound good, but they don't sound loud. Do you have these AirPod Pros? No, I'm a, I'm Samsung. I'm an, I'm a, uh, Android guy, bro. I don't mess with that they- Apple trash with your 17 attachments to use some headphones, bro. Um, but I've What do listened- you mean? There's one thing. Well, I know, but, one thing. but like for the, well, they took away like the, the headphone jack and you know, that's just the Apple joke. Um, right. Well, that's bullshit. It's very, just it's check not your, cool that they check did. your, how, how's the weight? How do they feel? They feel pretty legit. Do you want to see them? Yeah. Hold on. I'm not sure that's going to be great for your listeners. I mean, we gotta, uh, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. You're, <laughs> I must know. I must know. But how are you going to know? I'm, I'm not going to be able to know. I'm it feels heavy. You see? Yeah, okay. That, that's a legit box. And then, like, it has it has a little printing on it that says designed in California. And then when I open it on my I, Apple phone, a big AirPod Pro logo comes up. They seem legit. Those might be legit, dude. 
I think those are legit. And, but then, like, they seem maybe I'm going deaf because they just seem too fucking quiet for me. Well, and they may be uh, mess with your uh, mess with your. Did you mess with your sound settings and all that? No, that's that's the next phase of oh, this. But well, come on now, so come like, on now, round. That's it. I, that's, I still that's, think this is bush league. There's no moral to this story, Jay. <laughs> but it's interesting, though, right? Buying bootleg real AirPod Pros on the street for eighty bucks. Pretty yeah, sweet. I kind of want you to go back and like and like I'll, I'll Venmo you some money, dude, and like let's. Uh, I mean, eighty bucks is a good Let's deal. Make some money. How do how yeah, does everyone get too. all these stolen equipment? Well, that's what I said to him. I said to him, I said, dude, he looked like he's playing fucking three card Monty. He had twenty beautiful boxes of of the AirPod Pros. And I'm like, dude, why isn't anyone hassling you? He said they were hassling him on 34th Street. And then it's like, dude, why isn't anyone robbing you? And I gave him a hundred bucks. He had like thousands of dollars. And I asked him his name. You know what his name was? Uh, Slim. His name was Coach. Coach. <laughs> I said, what's your name? He said, Coach. Coach. Listen, man, it, I, I'm happy now. You've made me feel, Jed. If nothing else, you've made me feel much better. You've made Good. me. You validated my my purchase. Yeah, so yeah I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, I mean that sounds like there a- is no sober. There's no sober. But I did feel. I felt two things right on the ride home. I feel less than because I was sure I got ripped off, right? And then when I thought they were real, I felt better than. So those are two sort of like weird recovery thoughts. You know what I mean? Not just like it's cool. Either I got away with something or I got taken advantage of. Yeah, exactly. You might have to grab the I hear rustling on your shirt. Is the mic on the little thing? Oh yes. Yeah. Hold that in your I think hand. It, there we I go. think it's rustling against my gray beard. Oh, that might be it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Cause it was just you did a little baby face, you. Dude, when we started doping, my beard was totally brown. That's a good point. Wait, but how, it's very, shit, it's been, been what, very, five years? Five and five and a half years. Five and a half years. And this week was three years since Todd died. You know, is it's he died been three, three years? Yeah, it's gonna be three years since Chris died next month. You know, it's just the world keeps turning, my friend. Fucking like sand hell. like sand in an hourglass. These yeah, this, are the I mean, days of our lives. A, I don't even know if I mean this is I mean this this I don't know if this is going to be my 200th episode because I need to do um, I should do I need to like put some work into it and do something special. So I might just like delay it and this will just be like an episode. Um, you know, what are you going to do for the 200? I want to get um, I want to get like John um, you I just want to get some people um that I've had on it a bunch and at least get them for some different segments. But I, I don't know. It's I'm so like, I've got so much going on right now. Work is, uh, work is piling up. Um, I'm in summer school. There's that stuff in my personal life. Um, there's, there's a, I'm just to the brim, to the brim. Um, so it's like a miracle. Like I even like arranged this, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. It'll man. it'll be what it's meant to be. Yeah, I, I've overdone these celebration episodes like to the to the max, you know. And sometimes they're really good, and sometimes they're not. But I think John 
sounds like a great person to have on it. I would love to be on it. Scott Countryman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Scott, like that, that would be Scott actually, uh, messaged me today. It's weird that you say that. Um, yeah. Cause he, um, what did he say? Oh, he was like, yeah, I was listening to old church and other drugs. And I just wanted to tell you, thanks. You really helped me a lot. Like no shit. That's what he said. That's funny that we were talking about that. I've gotten, I've gotten a few of those and it, it um it's still weird it's weird to me when i feel like my life is in a broken place so it's it's like you know i'm i don't even know the words to say it it's like i am i am thankful and i am grateful um that my i guess the the exposure of the fact that I'm not doing well all the time helps other people, you know? And, and that's really as, as simple as it is. Um, cause I that's really, a very do. beautiful thing though. I mean, that's very it beautiful. It's a beautiful point too, because like, I think I often resent people that are doing well. And when people are doing badly, it's like, or, or it's just struggling. You know, you, it's like there's commonality, there's I'm not alone, there's like we can share this feeling and, you know, some, and it's not, and bad feelings don't last and neither do good ones. Yeah. It's all transient, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's cool. I think that's a great way to look at it, to be honest with you. You know, that, that was one of the single facts of life. I guess it still is one of the single facts of life that I have the most trouble accepting is is that nothing lasts because i i remember when i was using i you know you know those times when you finally hit the right combination of stuff to achieve nirvana and it's just like you are begging to everything in existence that it would just stay that you could just be like this forever and it just always went away. And it's just like I full of resentment over that fact. Or it's like the, you know, the vacation syndrome or like where you were talking about getting excited for things. It's like then that thing gets there and then it's gone. It's like, you know, just all this anticipation, all this build up, then the thing and then it's over with. And then it's like now that that feeling of now what and life yeah man it's like the older i get life is just so strange and i i i think what's really got me twisted up recently is is that 2 years ago or or 200 episodes we can say like when i started this i was very comfortable and very certain about many aspects of my life and even the things I was uncertain about, right. I, I was comfortable with them. And currently all like basically every area in my life is thrown into uncertainty right now and confusion. And right. And it's just like, I don't know what to do. And it, it, it's a, it's a real, yeah. I just well, don't know you do know, you do. You do know what to do. I think the funniest part 
Uh, that's the most interesting part. You know exactly what to do. If somebody came to you with this set of criteria, you would not say to them, I have no idea what yeah. you should do. You yeah. would tell them exactly what to do. The, but, but the issue is feeling uncomfortable is not a pleasant thing. You know, the, the, the unknown, the uncertainty, it's uncomfortable. If I went to you with, Ooh, I'm, I'm with losing you the, a little bit. the list of, of shit, no way. This is the best stuff. I know. Um, so hold on. That's why now? I want to make sure it's good stuff. Is it better now? Y huh? Yes. Your video is super okay. slow, but your audio is good. No. Okay. If I went to you with the same issues, you would have a game plan for me. Right. You know, you, you would say, you have to do this. Or you would say, I would try this, this, and this. And, and you're going to feel uncomfortable. And it's not going to feel great but you're going to feel better in time. You know, yeah. you're just, you know, so, so it's like, it's, that's the best part that you actually know exactly what to do. Um, which is amazing. Really. If you think about it. Yeah. Well, what's funny is that in these times though, I'm just like, man, you're just full of shit, you know? <laughs> like, Cause it's like, it's yeah. It sucks, it sucks to feel uncomfortable. It does dude. Like, that's the thing that always comes back to me when I was like, I think I was 25 or 26 and I was in the first real, real serious rehab I had ever been in, in Florida. And like, I had been pegged as like Mr. Toxicity, you know what I mean? Like Mr. Defiant client, whatever. And, uh, and they, they like, it was like one of these confrontational treatment centers, you know, and they're mm -hmm. like, they're just telling me, you know, that I'm the most toxic person there and that, you know, I, I, I undo everything good that they do. And then I'm just sitting there like, I'm like, I don't think you're talking about me. And then the dude says, the dude says, and he's this, you know, he was a middle-aged, like very, very like together black guy with dreadlocks. And he says to me, what do you have against feeling uncomfortable? And I was just like, fucking motherfucker, everything. That's why mm -hmm. I'm a heroin addict because mm -hmm. I don't like feeling uncomfortable. You know, and I was like, and it, it made me so angry that he asked me that question. You know, and I still don't particularly like feeling uncomfortable, but I accept that I often do feel uncomfortable, uh, but it still sucks. Like the other day, I don't know what happened, but I, I strained my neck muscles to the tune of not being able to turn my head Ooh, uh, for two days now. But dude, I, it's like, I can sit here and tell you that I can deal with being uncomfortable and you know what to do and all that shit for two days. I was a little baby, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted, I, I, I was complaining and screaming and upset because when you're in the shit, it sucks. Yeah. And there's no, you know what I mean? It just sucks. Yeah. Look, I got a, I made an appointment with a new therapist. So that'll be, uh, next week. So that's cool. Like I'm, you know, I'm taking all the action I need to. And I, and I do, I've been telling, I, I was about to say, I know, but I'm struggling with that. So I'm just going, I've been reminding myself that historically, and this is, this is not the first, that's what's funny is this is not the first time like I've encountered uh, troubles in this life, right? And historically, every time I go through this, on the other side is 
a brand new promised land like every time every single of time of course and then when because I, the you got it, I'm sorry. Yeah, and then I'll say it. And when I get on the other side, every time I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I doubted and blah, 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 blah. Again, that's a beautiful blueprint. It's a blueprint for getting out of this thing. And like, I know that whenever I have a problem, you know, like I got into this crazy fight with, uh, with Linda last night because like, and it was a classic middle-class kind of problem where I came home from my two jobs at seven o'clock at night and she didn't have dinner ready. And I was pissed. Like it was like, I was Fred Flintstone, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, uh, and we got into this huge fight about it. And, um, and I called my sponsor and we talked about expectations, you know, managing expectations and that kind of stuff. But the real thing is that no matter whenever there's a problem, it's just about work. It's about do, and I don't mean like work, like you have work at 8.15 in the morning and I have to work at a deli or whatever. I mean, if we do the work, the problems get easier to handle. We're equipped to deal with them. The more we practice uh, our program, spirituality, all this stuff, we become equipped to deal with the shit. Did I ever tell you the George Harrison story? Mm, No. So George Harrison was like a Hindu, right? Yep. It's, uh, it's catching so, your beard again there. Old oh, man. God damn it. George Harrison Perfect. was, a, was a, a devout Hindu. And one of the ideas in Hindu practice, Hindus believe in reincarnation. And uh, they also believe that the, the cycles of life, I think they call samsara. And that if you escape samsara, you get to go to nirvana right and what they do is they 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 meditate as part of and this is me my crude understanding of this i'm not sure this is reality or not but what i understand is that they meditate they practice they practice so that when they finally die they don't have to go back on the wheel of of souls of samsara they don't have to come back so like george practiced dying his whole life. And I don't know if you know the story, he was living somewhere with his wife and an intruder came into his house and stabbed him. Right. Do you know the story? Like George got stabbed by some crazy fucking fan and, and, and his wife kicked the shit out of him. The, the intruder, his wife beat the intruder near death, like, like crashed some huge ceramic pot on his head or something. And George is dying stabbed and all he's thinking is can i use my practice to escape samsara now is this the time right is this the time to put all that practice to work and he didn't die then he wound up getting cancer and i'm sure uh when he was lying dying he was practicing dying the whole time and what i'm saying is it's about work so that we're ready in these moments, in the worst moments, we know what to do. It's like yeah. drills constantly. Yeah. But isn't that a crazy story? That is a crazy story. I, I want to like Google a picture of his wife now to see like like what kind of like dude. His wife said so many things that like okay, watch this movie. It's called uh, "Living in the Material World." It's a two part documentary about George Harrison by Martin Scorsese. What? It's amazing. Why and George was it? yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. What can I so watch? So check it on? this out. 
at the George was well, it used to be on Netflix, okay. and uh, living, I'm sure there's some newcomers you could bang while you world. watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so like George was a devout Hindu. He was also a cokehead. He was also a womanizer and a wife swapper. Okay, and at the end of the movie, uh, Scorsese or whoever's interviewing George Harrison's wife, who is this Mexican woman named Olivia, and he says he says to her. Why didn't you leave George uh, for the womanizing? You know, and she goes, or she, he goes, he goes, how, how did you, how did you deal with that? How did you live with that? And he, she said, I knew that was how he was. And I wasn't going to leave him because he fucked other chicks. That was, I mean, like, I didn't like it, but I accepted the way it was. And I was like, what? You know, it was like this crazy. That's crazy. Dude, it's crazy. But I mean, you know the story of uh do you know the story of George uh and Eric Clapton, the story of Layla? No. I'm may, wow. but no. Yeah. Well, you know the song Layla? Um basically George had this super hot wife who was a model, and Eric Clapton fell in love with her. And George didn't give a shit. George like wanted to trade his wife's name was Patty and he wanted to trade Patty to Eric for Eric's girlfriend and fuck her and trade Patty for whoever and fuck whoever. And like George was like a real heartthrob. Dude, they were fucking everything that moved. But so in the end, Eric fell in love with George's wife and Patty left George for Eric. And that's like the whole Layla story, like uh, Derek and the Domino's story. Um, and then George was like, well, I'd rather if you left me for my best friend than some douchebag. And George just kept on keeping on. Watch the movie. It's a great. OK, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a yeah. great movie. A lot, a lot of cool lessons and like really cool, great music and great, great footage. George is the man. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Um, all right, cool. All right, bro. Well, I'll let you go. That's it. You know what? We got, what are you going to end it with? That's it? Do you feel good about this? What number is this? Um, It's probably just going to be unnumbered. All right, cool. Cause I'm, I'm happy do, to do it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get you back um, for just like a shorter something for the 200. Because I want to do something. You know what I'm saying? I should do something, right? Yeah. Dude, let me. And I'll do whatever you want. I'll write a poem. I'll write a song. 200th episode. I'll do something. A, a song would be cool. Write me a song. All right, it'll be very quick, but I'll do it. <laughs> but you have uh no, this this has been great. You you've you've improved my mood for the day and the evening. Uh you're a dear friend. Love you very much. Oh, I love you too, Jed. And definitely check out that movie. It's so good. I will. Living in the material world. Yes. All right, cool man. Thanks for having me on. If you were a carpenter.